morning, Al. Good morning, Sam. Good morning, people there. Good morning, Teasel, snoring in the background. And the birds are with us now. Sunny. Sunny. The weather's back. All is well in God's world. <clears throat> April the 19th. When life asks you to change, see clearly what is needed and change without any resistance, knowing that every change is for the very best. Change is not always comfortable, especially for those people who have set ideas and ways. You must be willing to fling out one nice, comfortable, well-established idea after another until you are completely free and open to receive something entirely new and revolutionary. Here is where the difficulty comes. Many people have absorbed something new. Many people having absorbed something new want to cling on to it and refuse to let it go. Why not see it only as a stepping stone to greater and more wonderful revelations which are there waiting to be made when you have made room for them? You cannot fill up a bucket Oh, sorry, you cannot fill up a full bucket, you have to empty it first. You cannot move right into the new when you are still clogged up with the old and refuse to let go. So change and change quickly, for I have need of you. That's quite, um, that's quite sort of, you know, our program really, isn't it? You know, we have to change our old ideas. Mm change our thinking um, you know don't hold on to resentments anymore get rid of um, character defects get rid of things that don't serve us you know move on from our stories and childhood traumas and failed relationships you know stop clinging on and change Mm. Change for the better. Well, she's saying keep changing. Mm. You know, so you change from drinking to not drinking, and then change from not drinking to thinking. You know, like you, you've got to continue your development. It evolves. We evolve. Unfold. Unfold, and it keeps going, doesn't it? Hmm. You know, we we on our little walks, you know, we discover things, don't we? And we suddenly go, oh, <laughs> that's why that person's acting like that. And then have more, you know, there's, there's so much more to discover about humans and relationships. and. Well, I think, you know, the, there's this business of externalities where something happens and it's... You weren't expecting it. It wasn't predictable, and it's an opportunity that you, you know, presented itself, and involves changing. You know, changing your behaviour or changing your mind, and it, and and are you going to do that, or are you going to cling on to your existing kind of way of behaving or thinking? And uh, she, you know, what she's saying is, don't fear change, go for it. Uh, it's how many days to change a habit? 21. Yeah. And, and, you know, we will go back to the past 
because the past is comforting. So, you know, that's why people early on, they might think, oh, I'll just go back and have a drink. But, you know, stick with it. Stick with with the time it changes. Never go back. And, and just keep going forward and thinking, right, what's next, what's next? That's why the steps are good to do in a succession. You know, once you get that ball rolling, you know, just keep going, 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 going. Get the momentum behind you mm. and keep keep pushing it and you know now I, I never rest on my laurels keep moving forward you know I'm always reading new stuff finding out different things you know learning about all sorts of you know this this book that I'm listening to um, by a, a Buddhist monk I mean some of the stuff she says is, is you know it's like facing your fears and you know just just like different things I'm picking up all the time you know I, I can't I can't just think right I've done the steps you know you never do all of them because you keep working them but you know I'm, I'm not steps I'll not stay stale I'll just keep evolving always learning and always teachable it's interesting I'm reading this book that I read 25 years ago. Oh, is that the one you, re- you read? Celestine Prophecy. Yeah. yeah, and I read it 25 years ago, and it's about coincidences and energy, and you know, and it's kind of it's interesting, had a big impact on me. Who's the author? James Redfield. And, you know, it kind of led me to Carl Jung and Synchronicity, and, and, it, and it, really deeply influenced my life you know now in recovery and working 12 steps and you know god's will not my will that you know and carl young being involved in step two it's um it's interesting to read that again mm. having changed mm-hmm. so much you know in the world having changed you know and being older so that's quite good to you know to revisit things mm-hmm. and look at it from a different you know, from a new perspective, you know, maybe a bit older and wiser, and um, but you know, connect with ideas that you that resonated in the past, and think, yeah, that was good. You know, I got that right, and and it sort of brings it back to you. You know, and you can um, sort of recharge your spirits a bit. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? I remember someone recommending a monk the monk who sold his Ferrari and you know obviously someone knew that I was spiritually bankrupt and you know reading that before and after is is a big Mm. a big difference Mm -hmm. yeah I mean if you were to pick up the bible now yeah I was just thinking that I was just about to say I bet I get something new in that you'd look at it differently you'd have a bit of a more open mind to it probably Definitely. Even though we're not religious, you yeah, know, we're I would open-minded. See, I would see certain passages and mm. think, wow, that's brilliant, mm. I'll that's write quite, that down. Yeah. That's quite 12 steppy then, yeah, you know. Yeah, totally. Um, and the same with, you know, the Quran or, or mm. you know, Buddhist or, you know, um, mm. any other religion. I've, because I think, you know, what I said the other day, every religion has the same principles behind it. There's universal principles, yeah, and, you know, good that and we bad should and follow. And, being kind and um, 
the the the, the was reading that this morning and, and it was it was going on in the book about how mountains have a lot of energy, you know, and standing yes. on top of a mountain is a place where you're gonna feel a lot of energy, you know, and I thought gotta get to a mountain. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, oh you know, and I thought, well, just jump in jump in Betsy and go to Snowdonia or something like that and then it's like, oh, the police don't. won't let out, yeah. you know, and it's like, Oh well, Cleve Hill will have to do. Um, and Anand would always say when we're out on our um, walks on a Saturday morning, he'd say, look at that mountain. Look how long that's been stood there. Look how long that will stand there after you die. Mm. Look how insignificant we are compared to that mountain. That's what mountains are great for, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It really just right-sizes Perspective. you. Perspective. Yeah. Uh, well, I walk up... Um, you can walk up Cleve Hill on solid rock. You know, the path yeah. is solid rock. You know, that rock goes straight down. Yeah. That You know, 30 miles to this, this crust down to the molten magma. It's, it blows my <laughs> mind, you know what I mean? The atmosphere is only six miles thin, you know. Up, you go up six miles, you can't breathe. And you go down 30 miles and it's like liquid rock. <laughs> you look like you've had... A rough night. You you're really like you, I you, you, you've got hairs growing in places I've never seen hair grow. <laughs> <laughs> I've left my razor down at the office. <laughs> <laughs> it's sprouting from every orifice. <laughs> yeah, I'm a bit of a monkey. <laughs> do you usually do you usually trim everything? What my ears? Your nose, yeah. your eyebrows. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Lockdown look. It's quite rugged. Uh, that's very kind of you. Rugged. <laughs> I'll take that. April 19th, is it? Yes. I'll call it Shana's thought for the day. Since I've been putting sobriety into my life, I've been taking out a lot of good things. I can describe it best as a kind of quiet satisfaction. I feel good. I feel right with the world on the right side of the fence. As long as I put sobriety into my life, almost everything I take out is good. The satisfaction you get out of living a sober life is made up of a lot of little things. You have the ambition to do things you didn't feel like doing when you were drinking. Am I getting satisfaction out of living a sober life? Meditation for the day. It is a glorious way, the upward way. There are wonderful discoveries in the realm of the spirit. There are tender intimacies in the quiet times of communion with God. There is an amazing, almost incomprehensible understanding of the other person. On the upward way, you can have all the strength you need from the higher power. You can't make too many demands on him for strength. He gives you all the power you need as long as you're moving along the upward way. Prayer for the day. I pray that I may see the beautiful horizons ahead on the upward way. I pray that I may keep going forward to a more abundant life. I like that bit where it says, you know, we, we have new opportunities and new, instead of just being numbed, you know, we a bit more like, um, you have the ambition to do things that you didn't feel like doing when you were drinking. Mm. I like that. Mm. You know. The first bit is really good. I've been taking a lot. I can describe it a kind of quiet satisfaction. 
Mm. I feel good. I feel right mm. with the world. Yeah. The right side of the fence. Yeah. I like that. You know, it's just a quiet satisfaction. You know, rather than like, you know, burning ecstasy or sort of euphoric kind of um, that is kind of unsustainable. You know, but a quiet satisfaction. You can, I think that's achievable. Yeah. You know, and yeah. a life where you're feeling quietly satisfied is good. Quite cool, actually. You know, because you're just like, you know, it's you don't. You're not headed for a fall. You you're know? on an even keel, aren't you? Aye. And and you're calm. You're not experiencing too many fluctuations. Aye. If you can get to that, then that's a good. I'll take that, you know. Yeah. It's like, it's a lot better than fucking really depressed, you know, or you know, morbidly Or chemically an- high. An- anxious and worried yeah. and Yeah. You know, it's quite easy to go through life, you know, in chronic anxiety. Well, you have to put faith where fear is. You have to put acceptance where resentments were. And there was another one. What's the other one? Gratitude. Yes. Instead of resentment. No, no. No. What did I say? I don't know. I was thinking about sheep. Sheep. Yeah. Um, acceptance for resentments, faith for fear, and um, Gratitude and surface for self-centeredness and self-pity. Uh, okay. I'm sorry about saying about you being hairy because you know my legs are terrible. I've got I forgot my razor, so I think we need uh, to go down the hill. I don't think people are particularly interested in living. I know. I'm just saying. Killer challenges. I, I just say I'm sorry. I was um, picking on you because I'm just the same. I was apologising to you. Right. We're going. Look a bit rough. We'll go and get razors. Have a great day, everyone. Oh. Get out in that lovely sunshine, even oh, if you're. I'm gonna have a cup of tea. Even if you're confined to a garden, or stick your head out a window if you can't get out. Um, have a lovely day. Thanks, Sam. Thanks, Al. Bye. Bye.